Happy New Year and welcome to the Bishop's Radio. I am Essigon, your host. I am grateful to God that we made it to 2023. Glory to God. Come February 14th, this podcast, the Bishop's Radio will be a year old. Wow. Glory to God. I am excited at what God is said to do this 2023. I know that it will surpass last year. So get ready. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, and Maker of all things, we bless your holy name for bringing us into the year 2023. We are grateful because this is your doing and it is marvelous in our sight. We thank you because, Lord, we know that this is a privilege for us and not a right and for that we are truly grateful we thank you for ordaining this podcast to bless transform liberate and lift all who come in contact with it even more so this new year we give you praise because your word is true and you are faithful thank you for all the lives that will be touched with this broadcast. We are grateful for the testimonies that will abound. Be forever glorified in and through us all. In Jesus' name. Amen. First off, let me drop a disclaimer. I titled this episode Spiritual IQ to give you an idea of what I want to talk about and not to start another fad. Intelligence Quotient IQ is the global standard of measuring intelligence. The world generally has standards of measurement, but the spiritual just does abundance. Like try counting the grains of sand at one seashore and let us know. Just one seashore. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scientific discoveries will continue till the world ends. Yes, it is not a cliché. Jesus is coming back again, meaning the world as we presently know it will end. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. That is Matthew 24.35. Matthew 24.35 and I just rendered it in the Good News translation. But I digress. Let's get to the reason for this episode, which is somehow a continuation of the previous podcast. 1 Kings 3, 25-28 1 Kings 3, 25-28 and I'm using the New Living Translation. It reads, Then he said, Cut the living child in two and give half to one woman and half to the other. Then the woman who was the real mother of the living child and who loved him very much cried out, Oh no, my lord, give her the child. Please do not kill him. But the other woman said, All right, he will be neither yours nor mine. Divide him between us. Then the king said, Do not kill the child, but give him to the woman who wants him to live, for she is his mother. When all Israel had the king's decision, the people were in awe of the king. For they saw the wisdom 
God had given him for rendering justice. People that ignore the wisdom from God and have concluded that only logic, philosophy and science is all that matters will only have themselves to blame in the long run because the spiritual realm is the real deal. 2 Corinthians 4.18 2 Corinthians 4.18 The Passion Translation reads, Because we don't focus our attention on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal. My focus is on the latter part, so I will quote that again. For what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal. Whatever is empirical, whatever science can explain, is temporary. But you see that which science is clueless about, and there are so many areas science doesn't get and can never get. That is the real deal. You are used to DNA now and AI and other scientific wonders plus logic and philosophy and all wisdom of the world makes you feel that that's all there is to life. Check this out. You don't see electricity with your naked eyes. You don't see heat with your naked eyes. And both electricity, heat and other sources of energy that power the machines and appliances we use today make you believe in science and logic. But you don't believe in the spiritual. <laughs> Alright. You will be quick to say that knowledge is progressive. And you will be right. Because the same situation that required the wisdom of God for Solomon to resolve then has been settled with the advent of DNA tests now. So why bother with God at all, right? Wrong. Scientific breakthroughs in medical and health science have greatly helped man. Illnesses and diseases that ended in short death years back are now one, easily prevented with vaccines and all, two, easily cured, and three, easily managed. And that is a good thing, no doubt. But to say that just because of this, the God factor is no longer a thing, is not the way to go. Because medicines and all man-made things will end. I'm about to drop a quote, and I wish I could drop all the verses that relate to the incident I am extracting this quote from. But let me encourage you to read up the whole story. That is Mark 12, 17. Mark 12, 17. And I'm using the message translation. Jesus said, Give Caesar what is his, and give God what is his. Their mouths hung open, speechless. Jesus is a marvel. And we that are his are like that too. <laughs> the wisdom of God is unbeatable. Nay, even the foolishness of God cannot be touched by the wisest wisdom of man. Nah, no way. In addition to the further establishment of the wisdom of God, I quoted Mark 12:17 to establish what I said earlier, that everything that is man-made will end. Caesar the emperor is dead. Okay, 
but Caesar the system still exists. For instance, come 2024, Britain will start issuing pounds with the picture of the incumbent monarch and on and on till the end comes. 1 John 2.17 1 John 2.17 and I'm using the New Living Translation, a very interesting verse that I just discovered. It reads, And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. While the world remains, we are expected to live according to God's will and purpose. And his thoughts for us are for good. Jeremiah 29.11 Jeremiah 29.11 I'm using the Good News Translation. It says, I alone know the plans I have for you. Plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster. Plans to bring about the future you hope for. I just love how Good News Translation renders that. That the future you hope for is attainable only in God. If you go ahead and research the people behind these major medical breakthroughs and major inventions that have benefited mankind, you will find most of them to be Christians, born again, who through their faith in the wisdom of God received the insight that led to those breakthrough solutions, just like Solomon. Read up about King Solomon in the Bible and you'll be amazed at the wisdom he displayed. And he was not born again. He did not have Jesus. God gave him wisdom, so much so that he was the wisest of his time just to give the world a sneak peek into what was to come. Hallelujah! And talking about what was to come, which has come. 1 Corinthians 2, 9-10 1 Corinthians 2, 9-10 Amplified Classic It reads, But on the contrary, as the scripture says, What eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and has not entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared, made and keeps ready for those who love him, who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has bestowed. Yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his Spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsels, and things hidden beyond man's scrutiny. Wow! So you see, those who love God have access to deep things. In Matthew 12.42, Matthew 12.42, the Passion Translation, it reads, even the Queen of Sheba will rise up on the Day of Judgment to condemn this generation for its unbelief. She journeyed from a far and distant land just to hear the wisdom of King Solomon. Yet now there is one greater than Solomon speaking to you today. A greater than Solomon is Christ. And we who accept Christ as our Lord and Savior are no longer at the same level as Solomon was. 
in wisdom. 1 John 4.4 1 John 4.4 New King James Version says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is better than he who is in the world. I use this verse because it summarizes what I am saying. Especially the he who is in us is greater part. My plea to you, who is yet to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, is to turn to him to save you. Another year is here. Don't do this year without Christ. He loves you and has been using everything at his disposal to let you know, to call you to him. Revelations 3.20, New Living Translation. Revelations 3.20, it says, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Get up and let Christ in today. Trust me, you will find out that that's the best decision you will ever make. Like, it trumps every other decision you have ever made and will ever make. You will just have changed your life for eternity. Go ahead right now, right there where you are, and say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I accept that I am a sinner and unable to save myself. I believe with all my heart that you died in my place and was raised from the dead that I may be reconciled with the Father. I accept you as my Lord and Savior today and open up myself to receive the Holy Spirit which empowers me to become your son. Amen. Let me read out to you what just happened. Romans 10, 9-13. Romans 10, 9-13. I'm using the Passion Translation. It reads, And what is God's living message? It is the revelation of faith for salvation, which is the message that we preach. For if you publicly declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will experience salvation. The heart that believes in him receives the gift of the righteousness of God and then the mouth confesses resulting in salvation. For the scriptures encourage us with these words, everyone who believes in him will never be disappointed. So then faith eliminates the distinction between Jew and non-Jew, for he is the same Lord for all people, and he has enough treasures to lavish generously upon all who call on him. And it's true Everyone who calls on the Lord's name will experience new life. So, if you just gave your life to Christ, congratulations! Welcome to the new life. Welcome to the fold. I strongly recommend that you quickly locate the nearest Bible-based church around you and present yourself to the pastor. You are blessed. Hallelujah. I'm so excited for you if you made that decision. 
and for my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Let's continue to do what is stated in Hebrews 12 verse 2. Hebrews 12 verse 2 and I'm using the Passion Translation. First, it reads, We look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you will be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Let's do the AMPC. That's the Amplified Classic of that same Hebrews 12.2. It reads, Looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, given the first incentive for our behalf, and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah! Wow! Glory! Let's do more this 2023. Amen. That's it for this week. Don't forget to share this blessing with others. Sharing it shows that you were blessed and you love for others to be blessed as you were blessed. So you see, love is the motivation here and love is seen in action. Also, listen to this podcast again and again to properly benefit from it. And should you be moved to give feedback, do not hesitate as your feedback can inspire the next podcast. And always remember that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Stay well and bless us always. And of course, have an amazing 2023.